And now, here's your host, Alex Litwack. Welcome. With me today is Melanie McLaren. She has been a naturopath for over 10 years, and she has a wealth of experience. And so welcome, Melanie. Well, thank you, Alex. I'm excited to be here. Yes, because we have a couple of big topics to talk about. As spring approaches, many, many people are going to be suffering, or maybe already are with early trees or some other things. They suffer from allergies, and that is one of the things that you focus on with people. So can you just explain, what is an allergy? Well, that's a good question, because even medically, allergies are not that fully understood. Um, but what we do know is that the nervous system is the first thing that's triggered, and that's actually what triggers the immune system, the immune response. So it's, it's a combination of a nervous system response that triggers the immune, upregulates the immune system. So that's why it increases the histamines in the body and you know causes people to have the itchy eyes or sneezing congestion is the goal to boost the immune system then yeah so there can be a deficit in the immune system but the way that i approach it it's more about down regulating or balancing the nervous system response um, and that is where I get into my uh, acupressure treatments for allergies, the NAET, which stands for Nambudrapod's Allergy Elimination Technique. Um, and that technique, in essence, is stopping that nervous system response. So it's largely based on Chinese medicine. It's acupressure treatment for allergies, uh, very relaxing. The adults love it. They're like laying down, taking a nap. Um, but it works really well with kids too. And since there's no needles, it's just acupressure. Is a histamine a kind of neurotransmitter then? Yes, so a histamine is a neurotransmitter. Um, and that's a good point because some people with their allergies, they may suffer from anxiety or insomnia when the histamines are um, high. So that is a neurotransmitter that's also stimulating the immune system. Yeah, it's a big reaction. I mean, let's face it, it impacts everything when, you're, when your allergies are running amok. You know, it's, yes. it's not fun. Yes. That's not explained very well, I feel like, medically to people, because they might sometimes feel like, oh, I just take a Zyrtec um, and not deal with the underlying cause, which is what my goal is to do for people because, you know, maybe short-term use of that's okay, but over time, if you're constantly blocking your histamines, that is a neurotransmitter that your body does need. Um, you know, when it's kind of like, you know, too much of a good thing, when you have too much of it, that's where people feel bad, but you do still need histamine. So over time, what I've found when people block their histamines, they can end up with other things such as depression, or insomnia because you are messing with the neurotransmitter balance. So you really want to try to deal with that underlying cause and understand that allergies can be more than just some nasal congestion in the body. And most medications that are out there at the drug stores or the big box stores are really about quashing the symptoms, not doing what you want to do, which is treat it foundationally. Correct. It's a Band-Aid, um, you know, so it's not dealing with the reason why someone has allergies, why they're having that response. Many people live, you know, their life and they have no allergies. And then all of a sudden, 
they start finding themselves you know with a runny nose in the spring or a food that they can no longer tolerate is that is that mean our bodies are just worn out <laughs> <laughs> um well you know it can be a combination of things so the way that i practice is i do look at the physical body too so is it something physically like nutritional deficiency but then we're also looking at emotional reasons that someone may develop allergies. Um, the example I give, you could be talking to someone on the phone, eating a banana, and they give you bad news. Uh, and guess what? That messes with the nervous system, and you could end up with a sensitivity to bananas um, because of that, which is really hard for people to wrap their brains around. Um, but I've seen it time and time again in people. I don't want anyone to give me bad news while I'm eating chocolate. <laughs> that, I know, right? That would be very upsetting. And, and, you know, it depends on your response, of course, to whether you, you know, develop a blockage, emotional blockage to that food. Um, and then the other aspect I look at is energetic. So the energetic body, which is mostly largely based on Chinese medicine like our meridians. So you, you have various ways in which someone could develop an allergy or a sensitivity. Um, and it is hard for people to understand, but um, I have many cases of people that when we clear like an emotion, their allergies will go away. So it, you know, it's not surprising to me, but it's hard for us to understand, I think, when we're such physical beings. And your approach really is to treat the whole person. Yes. Mentally, physically, emotionally, situationally. Yep. I would imagine a lot of people have allergies due to overexposure. Yeah, that can absolutely happen. Um, you know, example, of if you eat the same food every day, you're more likely to develop a sensitivity to it. So I tell people try to rotate your diet. Um, you know, same thing if your histamines are already up there a little bit high, and you know you're out in very high pollen counts that could be another reason that you could develop allergies so that's more of like on the physical side so it's really about finding that balance um, you know in your life and that's what I try to do with people is look at the whole picture that sounds like a big challenge for most people because we are such creatures of habit yes we love to eat the same thing over and over we like to do the same activities over and over and expanding our horizons in other ways is not how we usually operate that's true it is but the other thing that i see in people with that is one reason that they might be stuck in those habits um, would be because they might have sensitivities to those foods or other foods they're not eating so I do see that a lot in children. Children seem to not want to eat the foods they're sensitive to. So, you know, their parent might be like, please, you know, eat these bananas, they're good for you. And the kids, you know, throw in a tantrum. And it's because they intuitively know that their body doesn't like it. And then once we clear that um, allergy or sensitivity, they're, they're more apt to eat those foods. So that can be the other thing. And then in adults, sometimes I might see the opposite where people are sensitive and they're kind of more drawn to the food. So it, it kind of depends, but either way we can, we can clear that or deal with that sensitivity or allergy. And then, then people are more apt to want to eat different foods. To find the difference between a sensitivity and an, maybe an intolerance and then an allergy. Yes, um, so sensitivity or intolerance would be more like a delayed response allergy. 
So it's not going to be like hives, you know, anaphylaxis, like throat closing, like you would see in an immediate allergy. It's more of sometimes GI issues, um, stomach issues, or skin, maybe itchy skin. Uh, congestion could be another symptom of like a sensitivity. And those can be seen up to 72 hours after someone ingests it. So it can be really hard to figure out. So somebody could eat a food three days prior and then they're just now noticing it. Because I have people come in time and time again trying to figure out what they're sensitive to and it's almost impossible because of that delayed response. Mm -hmm. So that is different though, not as maybe intense, obviously, or life-threatening as yes. an anaphylactic reaction. Absolutely, right. Yeah, they're typically, so there are various antibodies we could get into. There's IgA and IgG antibodies, so those are the sensitivities or intolerance, and then IgE is immediate. So that's where people would want to avoid that until they were tested to see that it was gone, which they, we can clear those as well. Do you test people when they come to you? Do you do that regardless of what sort of their complaint is? Um, so as far as blood testing for allergies, if I feel like someone has an immediate food allergy, so they're telling me they eat food or there are certain times their lip swells, they don't know why, hives, you know, scratchy throat. Yeah, I do insist on blood testing when they have those reactions going on, either going to an allergist, scratch test, or I can blood test for those too. If it's more sensitivities or seasonal, like trees, grasses, things like that, then I don't necessarily need to blood test because I can muscle test people. I use kinesiology, and that's a part of the NAT treatment. Um, and then I can blood test for sensitivities too if people would like to or I feel like, you know, they're really stuck and I want to see, you know, is it an egg sensitivity, something like that. Which is a big deal because eggs are eggs and corn and soy and wheat are, they're in everything. It's in everything, yeah. And eggs is a food that people eat that's healthy, like sometimes almost every day. Um, and again, it's in a lot of foods like you mentioned. So it is a big deal, yeah. So either way, we, we get to the bottom of it, whether we test or blood test or muscle test. Walk us through NAET, Namudrapod's Allergy Elimination Technique. What's the first thing you do? Sure, um, so it does require muscle testing, which is the person holding an allergen. So let's take eggs as an example. If I feel like I wanna check if they're sensitive to that, if we haven't done blood work or they don't already have blood work from a doctor, then they would hold the allergen and then literally they're trying to resist me gently pushing their arm down. If they get give me a weak response, then I know they're sensitive to what they're holding. And then after we do the treatment, which requires me doing just a series of acupressure points, again, no needles, while they're holding the allergen, I will muscle test again and they will get strong. So I will know that we have removed that blockage in the energy meridians, uh, or you can look at it as resetting the nervous system. And that's in one treatment? Yes. Yeah. D and does one is one treatment enough for any specific allergen? Yeah, so that's a good question. If it's a sensitivity, yes, it just takes one treatment and it will clear it. They just have to avoid it for one day. Um, and then 
if it's a immediate, like I was talking about the IgE antibodies, then I will not tell someone to go eat it. They need, we just need to blood test again in a couple months and make sure it's gone or if they went to an allergist, just test, but it will also clear those. But for sensitivities, yes, it's just one treatment of day avoidance. So them holding the vial is reintroducing that allergen or that getting their body reused to that energetic response from that allergen. When so, you say they're holding the allergen, I have this vision of somebody <laughs> with an egg in their hand. That's not what you do. No, it's <laughs> in a vial and it's the energy of the substance. Um, so yeah, and look, it's like my bachelor's degree is in engineering. So, you know, with me in this treatment, when I try to explain it to patients, sometimes they look at me like I have two heads, but then, you know, I've looked into the science behind it. There is physics behind it. You know, just based on the fact that everything has an energy to it. We're, we are energetic beings. Again, we just forget because we're so in our physical body. Um, so there is the science behind it. You know, even that holding period is a physics uh, term, interference. It just says that like frequencies over time cancel each other out. So it's really that simple. Um, but yes, it's in a vial, it's the energy of the substance, but that being said, I have had people bring stuff in, so, you know, and they want. And you must have tested yeah. that with them holding that actual Yeah, it could thing. be like, usually it's going to be like skincare products or, mm -hmm. you know, something that's more of like, I don't have a vial for because I have a lot, lots of vials of allergens. And I should say, if someone has like a high immediate allergy, like that anaphylaxis or immediate response, um, sometimes I won't have them hold that allergen right off the gate. You know, I'll use like a surrogate or we'll do that later once I've lowered their histamines because it is still the allergen that they're yes. holding. So there is a protocol for that. So you muscle test, you treat with acupressure, yep. and then you re-muscle test to assure that it is holding in strength, yep. not in weakness. Correct. And how long will this treatment last? Will they come back to you in a year? Well, I would say most people, what I see is it lasts. So as long as, as I am looking at the whole picture. So I mentioned like the physical body as well. So the example I give is if somebody comes to me and they're eating McDonald's every day, you know, <laughs> just eat a terrible diet, right? Nutritionally deficient. And they're like, I just want you to treat my allergies. You know, I will tell them that I probably won't hold because, you know, you're, you're not giving your body what it needs physically. So you have to deal with that. So as long as we are dealing with that part of the body too, then it will typically hold the treatments once we've done them, like it could be forever. It would be very difficult to help somebody who's eating McDonald's every day. Yeah, and you know, and my, that's extreme. Most people that come to see me don't want to be doing that, but like we have to make sure that physically there's not things, and also even like emotionally or that stress aspect. If somebody has like a really stressful environment they're living in, and the same thing could happen, they might have to come back for multiple treatments in the future. But if those things are pretty balanced, and you know, life happens, right? You could be, you know, in a car accident or something like that, high stress thing, and that could kind of reset you a, a stress res immune response to an allergen. Um, but typically, I don't see people needing to come back for all of them. You know, if they have to come back, it's like a booster here and there or something that they were really allergic to. How many different 
energetic vials do you actually have? <laughs> oh, I have a lot. I probably have like 5,000. Yeah, so Seriously? I, over the years, yep. Mm -hmm. So that means you're, you're not just covering food. Right. You're covering food and? Environmental, okay. so you know, we've got trees, grasses, pollen, dust, molds, all of that. Um, I also have vials for, um, you know, like individual foods, like a big one is nuts that I might have to break out different vials for, and grains is another one. Um, molds. Molds. I have a whole book on molds, because we're here in Indiana, so. Um, and, and what about chemicals? And chemicals, I have, yes, tons of chemicals. And then, like I said, I can also, like, bring, you know, if I don't have something, typically I can find it and put a little bit in a glass jar, you know, if it's something that I don't have. So, and then I also have emotions, too. So we can treat emotional um, allergies as well. So that's more, the way I explain that to people would be more of the emotion stuck in your body. We're just un getting you unstuck, you know, from you holding that in your body. Because your body has, your muscles have memories too with emotions. So I also have emotional vials as well. That would be so cool. Because I think that for most of us, we don't always realize how how we're holding on to those emotions and that whole issues in the tissues kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And if you can clear that and also also reducing your stress. Yeah. Stress is a big one. Stress is a big one for everything. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It's just and and this has been a particularly, you know, oh. stressful time. So, yeah. um, I would imagine you've seen an awful lot of people in the last year who've started having allergy, allergies and reactions to things that they didn't have before. Yes, absolutely. And you know, a lot more stomach issues or digestive issues, like cause they may have developed more food sensitivities or if you're stressed, your gut can't digest right or correctly. Yeah. So we're seeing more of that as well. So part of allergies, you mentioned before, like runny nose and itchy eyes and maybe you have a scratchy throat. And then you said something about that when somebody breaks out in, let's say, hives, or you know, as part of maybe an anaphylactic reaction, people have a lot of allergic reactions that impact their skin. Yes, this is true. <laughs> so what do you do, what do you do for that? That would be so. Example could be eczema, even just like dermatitis, which is just like general rashes. Mm -hmm. They might not even know what it is, right? It's a rash. You have a rash. You have dermatitis. Um, you know, and even acne could be an example of that. Could be like food sensitivities or allergies. So that I would approach the same way that I, you know, do. I would say everyone that comes in is looking at the whole picture. As far as um, so, if we just pick eczema as an example, that actually can be caused um, many times from egg, like an egg sensitivity. So that would be one of the first things. And a lot of people don't think that. They think dairy or maybe grains, which mm -hmm. those can be too. Um, so I would approach that a similar way and see, you know, do you have sensitivities or allergies? You know, what's your history? I mean, the first appointment with me is an hour. I go through like everything, like your history as a child. Um, you know, how were you as a child? Did you take lots of medications? Did you have allergies? You know, were you on antibiotics a lot? Um, getting a full picture. And then to present day, you know, like how's your stress level? You know, how are you eating? Like as far as like your daily or typical daily intake of food so I can see if it's something they're eating. 
So I would approach it the, a similar way. Um, probably the only one that I might also look at hormones would be like acne, depending on if they feel like they're breaking out more around their cycles, like for women. But that can also be food related and even like low blood sugar related. I always talk to people about the fact that you have three detox organs, your kidneys, your liver, and your skin. Mm -hmm. and your skin being the largest yes. of those detox organs. If you're ingesting or exposing yourself to something that is not good for you, it may come out in your skin. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, liver can be a big part of it. Um, so that I would look at as well, you know, do you need to detox? Um, making sure the digestive system is working. One of the main reasons physically people might get allergies or sensitivities would be the lack of digestion function, digestion function, meaning proteins would pass from the stomach into the small intestine. Well, it goes. Leaky gut. Leaky gut, in essence. Um, you're not digesting your food well, and then it goes into the gut and causes inflammation, and then you get leaky gut. So I always want to make sure that's working as well as the liver gallbladder. So that's part of that too. So I'll look at that whole picture um, and make sure that's, you know, and, and sometimes I'll do a stool test, but honestly I've been doing digestive stuff for so long, I can usually like tell through a pretty extensive questionnaire that I have people do, like what we need to do with the digestion. So uh, absolutely it could be liver is just overloaded and that can be from digestive problems or maybe, you know, too many toxins they've been exposed to. I mean, you know, environmentally we're just kind of have those. We are exposed to so many different things on a daily basis. I always, I feel like it's an assault on our senses. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's kind of scary how it's become. Um, and that's also a conversation I do have with people looking at what are they using in their house, you know, for cleaners, you know, skincare, like, you know, you don't want to be putting more toxins on the skin, which like you said, is part of our detoxification system. That's just blocking it and get, adding more toxins to the body. Uh, so that's a big part too of looking at not just diet, but what are you surrounding yourself with? Um, you know, if you're doing a lot of synthetic harsh chemicals or perfumes, those are all not good for our system too. Yeah, taking inventory of what you actually put in and on your body is a really good idea because I think if you're not typically a label reader, you're probably using a bunch of stuff that is not really good for you. Yeah, it's a conversation I have with everyone. I mean, it's kind of exhausting, really. <laughs> I mean, for people, not for me to have the conversation, but for people to think, like, when I explain, you have to read labels. You have to read the labels. You can't assume that something, if it says it's natural or whatever, organic or, you know, you still have to read the label and know what it is. Yeah. Uh, environmental Working Group I use a lot, yep. that website. Yep. Um, that's a really good resource for people to the go The Dirty Dozen, yep. the Clean 15, yep. I think it's called. Although, I, you know, I've learned over the years, you know, the word natural is very, very misleading. Very. And if it's, you know, if it's as natural flavors or natural, you know, fragrances or natural ingredients at the end, while those may be the smallest portion, it doesn't mean it's not impacting you. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, probably the biggest shock I had was one time someone brought in a chewable vitamin C and it had aspartame in it. Um, you know, and it was just like, oh, you know, but 
yeah, you have to like know what you're ingesting, and unfortunately, a lot of that is hidden. Like natural colorings or natural flavorings is another one that yeah. I tell people like we don't know what that is. So it it can be overwhelming. So I try to get people to a point where they're just keeping it really simple. So it's like you're mostly eating like your your whole foods, you know, fruits and vegetables, lean meats. I mean, I'm not saying you have to be perfect like no one is. But even with skincare stuff and cleaning, you know, uh, cleaning, I just did a webinar on this. Um, cleaning products can be like literally as simple as baking soda and vinegar for most of the stuff in your house. Um, and so really if you kind of look at what you're using and even skincare, coconut oil, olive oil, olive oil, you know, just really trying to keep it basic and you're going to spend less money. So I feel like that's easier for people sometimes than reading all the chemicals in something. And let's, I mean, the bottom line is if, if something has 30 things listed on the ingredient list, probably you shouldn't eat it. Right. And it's right. things you don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, if you can't define it, don't buy it. Yeah. And that was what I taught my kids early on about reading labels. Like, if you don't know what it is, don't eat it. You know, maybe it's something that's okay, that's a chemical, you know, like a vitamin. Right, you know, but, right, right. But then it, it was just easy for them then because they got it. Like, it's like, oh, I don't want to eat that. Right. So that that's where I try to get people so they don't feel so overwhelmed, you know, with the choices because that's where it becomes really hard. Absolutely. Melanie, if someone would like to get in touch with you to talk about their health, their wellness, how do they find you? Um, well, I am the owner and naturopath at Dragonfly 360 Yoga and Wellness, and we're right in Nora, and our website is dragonfly360.net. Dragonfly360.net, and there are so many options. As you said, yoga, you can come in and do an infrared sauna, yep. you could get meet with you and get tested for allergies or you know whatever it is so that's great melanie thank you so much for being a part of the show thanks for having it. me are you dealing with anxiety pain insomnia or inflammation if so then cbd may be the answer you are seeking at cbd jubilee we understand that you may have tried many different supplements and medications without success CBD is a different kind of supplement. It works on a system in your body to get your whole self back in balance. We hope you will come talk to us at 6418 Carrollton Avenue in Broad Ripple, or you may check out our website, cbdjubilee.com. Thanks for tuning in. Please join us next week for a new edition of Ask the Resource Queen.